Good morning. My name is Allison Narr, and I've been asked to speak to you about praying in the wilderness. You've likely heard of the wilderness. Think back to Genesis and the story of the Israelites wandering 40 years in the wilderness after leaving Egypt. They were not having fun. We've all been there in the wilderness, figuratively speaking, also not having fun. The wilderness is an uncomfortable place to be. It is full of experiences of wild and uncultivated landscape, of searching for deliverance to a promised land, and it's a place where you may encounter financial, material, physical, or emotional burdens, great and small. It can be a struggle just to survive day to day. When I found myself in the wilderness recently, I cried out to God for relief. But in the wilderness, relief isn't instant. You are forced to wait on God. We don't usually choose to enter the wilderness, but we inevitably find ourselves there. It's amazing how just four words can change your life and thrust you into the wilderness. There's been an accident. Five years ago this coming Tuesday, my mom called me with those words. She needed me to take her to the hospital to find out what had happened because no one would tell her over the phone. Turns out my dad had suffered a ruptured brain aneurysm while driving. He was in a coma for 18 days and then died three days after that. I spent the next year helping my mom with her grieving and her confusion and sorting out all the paperwork and phone calls that comes with an unexpected death. I had to put my own grieving on hold while I helped her and my kids through this loss. At the one-year anniversary of my dad's death, I began to feel like I had helped my family pass through their wilderness, and I could now focus on my own journey through the grieving wilderness where I had remained. But then four more words came my way. I want a divorce. Nearly 17 years of marriage, two kids, a house, security, future, gone without a notice. Already on shaky ground, energy reserves drained from the past year of caregiving, I was suddenly aware of being in a wilderness even deeper and more uncultivated than the one I had become strangely familiar with. I didn't know what to do or even what could be done. There was nothing left of the life I knew. I didn't recognize the landscape. This wilderness was too deep and too dark and too wild. This one-two punch of losing my dad followed by a very unpleasant divorce just a year later was the most intense and prolonged wilderness season of my life. It hurt badly. It was blinding and paralyzing and terrifying and it felt like there was no end in sight. What else could I do but pray? Wilderness prayers are curious things. At that time, I couldn't think straight. I could hardly form complete sentences. All I could manage was crying out, Oh, God! But it wasn't an expletive. It was the cry of my soul. It wasn't even a conscious thought. My reptilian brain was the only thing functioning, and that was all it knew to do, to just cry out. I had no fancy words for prayer. I didn't even have coherent words for prayers. Just, oh God. 
I couldn't come up with any other words because really there were no other words. There was only the deep knowing that my soul needed God. And so that became my prayer, needing God. I didn't even know for what. Was it relief from heartache? Was it for an answer to the question why? Was it for this cup to be passed from me? Was it just strength to take one more breath? I had no way to know what I needed most from God. Therefore, I had no way to know what to pray for. For me, wilderness prayers were mostly wordless. Without being conscious of it, I claimed the verse in Romans 8, certain that the very spirit who helps us in our weakness was praying on my behalf with sighs too deep for words. This wouldn't be the end of me. I believed I would get through this wilderness, but I didn't know how and I didn't know when. And at that point, it didn't matter. I clung to the knowing that I wasn't doing it by myself. I'm sure that for the better part of three years, if you had been at the early service, you would have seen me in that front row, crying quietly every Sunday. Because more often than not, tears were all I could offer. Sometimes my prayer was an aching moan and keening and wailing. Sometimes the only prayer I could offer was just being still and silent. I was in that wilderness space for a long time, several years actually, but the grace of God meets us in the wilderness. Like the Israelites, we have to go through our wilderness to get to the promised land. But remember, it is promised land. It is ours, and we will get there. Wilderness is not the end of the story. The same God who created the wilderness created the promised land. It is the place we are intended to dwell. And so I stand before you today as one who has prayed through the wilderness.